Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, folks. Um, usually we start off the show very energetic, uh, very uh, hyperactive, uh, but today uh, I'm opening up the show dedicated uh, to two guys we lost over the week. Uh, last week, as a matter of fact, uh, one over the, the past week and the other one on Saturday morning. Uh, this past week has uh, been, you know, horrible for family members, for the brothers and sisters of the wrestling uh, world uh, down here in Miami, Florida, and if not around the nation, uh, for both uh, Mr. Ram Man, Johnny Evans, and Mr. Wayne Van Dyke uh, lost their lives over this uh, past week. And I want to take this uh, opportunity to everyone from Russell City Radio, everyone affiliated with Russell City Radio, uh, whether it be behind the scenes or on the air with me and Extina uh, or Mesa, that we send our blessings and our condolences to all the family members and friends and brothers and sisters of both Johnny Evans and Mr. Wayne as we uh, now ring the bell 10 times uh, and in remembrance of both great, not just performers, but human beings. following is a disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the Roman Show Network, its management, or other advertisers. Listen to their struggles as they turn them into triumphs. In a city full of challenges, they only search for victory, and nothing will hold them back. These are their stories, so sit back, relax, and welcome to their city. Wrestle City Radio. Welcome to another edition of Russell City Radio. I am your host, George Alonzo, and of course, uh, I would introduce you uh, to my co-host, but she's a little, she is here in the building, but she's just clocking in in the other, in the other room. But basically, uh, guys, welcome to another edition of Russell City Radio. Uh, we have a jam-packed show here lined up for you today. Of course, we will be talking about 
WWE Monday Night Raw. We're going to be talking about SmackDown. We're going to be even about Payback. Uh, and, of course, having some fun, as we always do. But, guys, we also have our special guest of the evening. We're going to have the special guest multi-champion and also as seen on NXT, TNA, and Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull Ranch. We have none other than CJ O'Doyle here on the show a little later. We are very proud, very honored to share an episode here with him, uh, and he will be on our show a little later today. Now, guys, aside from that, you know, uh, we all know what's happening uh, right now on social media, uh, on what's going on with all the heat, all the, the flair going on with the whole situation of Randy Orton and what he went on to say on Twitter. Uh, as we will be touching base on that on the Roman show uh, later on this evening that you can catch here on the same network. Watch, uh, listen here on blogtalkradio.com backslash the Roman show uh, for that. And uh, we will be talking about the Randy fiasco there. But guys, she finally punched in. She's here setting up her folder. And, uh, you know, Xena, how are you? I'm all right. Is that the <laughs> So... <laughs> And look who decided to come back. You know, I promised that I was going to have a special person waiting for you. To... I, where's Braun Strowman? Went, oh, yeah, I forgot. He, he's gone for six months. It's all because of you, Mr. New York. It's all because of you. And what's, what's this now? Now I have to call you Captain New York? But, and guys, of course, I'm talking about our head of security, Mr. New York, over there wearing the Captain America t-shirt. Uh, I mean, Captain America hat. So I guess now he's known as Captain New York. What, what, what is he going to come in with next, next week? Is he going to come <laughs> with uh, an Iron Man hat? Should I call him Iron New York? Iron <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with our security, man. Our security is undercover superheroes. But but anyway, proud to have him again back. I've missed him for like two weeks. Literally, I kept on asking you, Xena, for him, saying, where's my Mr. New York? Where's my Mr. New York? I've missed him for the last two weeks, so welcome back. Uh, yeah, glad to have you back, man. But uh, basically, Xena, uh, you basically, we were just going to be discussing Raw, SmackDown, of course, Payback. Uh, uh, well, no, sorry, not Payback. Backlash. Uh, Backlash is coming up with the final debut for WWE, not NXT, even though they're both the same thing, but for WWE fans to now witness the debut of Shinsuke Uh So, but for some reason, they're calling him the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura. Do, do you, let me ask you something. Do you like the artist known as Shinsuke, or do you, did you just like Shinsuke? Uh, in my opinion, because it's not something 
like the last time I think I've ever heard of any artist was when I think they did the whole gold dust thing a couple of years ago. And and, uh, and my uh, to me that was weird because he would come out with something new every week. It would be like Maryland dust, and then it'll be blue dust, and then it'll be, uh, kinky dust. I, I, you know, it, it would be some weird stuff coming up. And, and let me just say for the record, that was not something for the kids to watch. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, I still miss the Attitude Era. I do too. I, I, I miss the Attitude Era. So does Mr. New York over there. But basically, you know, I, I have to say, like, the Attitude Era really set the tone. It, like, I was a wrestling fan nonetheless. Don't get me wrong. But it was the that really got me like, holy hell, what am I watching? <laughs> am I watching WWE or am I watching like Jerry Springer? <laughs> <laughs> right. I had to be shot a couple of times, but I was still like, what's going on? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But but basically, needless to say, I have to say, like, I thank the Attitude Era for raising the spark a little bit more for me when it comes to the wrestling business. Uh, obviously, a lot of people also had that boom when it comes to uh, the Attitude Era. Yeah. But uh, going on to that, like, of course, you'll see Shinsuke Nakamura uh, battle Dolph Ziggler now coming up backlash uh, for WWE. You also have Randy Orton defending his championship against Jinder Mahal. You have, like, the setup for a bunch of faces in this pay-per-view, and that's what I'm loving so much more about SmackDown over Raw. Because Raw, you like, this is not, I'm not trying to back Nolan's product, but I, Raw is that kind of center where you could turn on the TV and say, I know who he is, I know who he is, I know who he is. It's like you already know everyone's character. The only way you could surprise us is by giving us like a twist to a character, like they did with Chris Jericho the whole drink it in man you know that whole thing was new but with smackdown i could turn on smackdown and be like hell who is this awesome new cat <laughs> you know and i can't blame them that's probably why they have the cruiserweights wrestling on the smackdown audience true but then again if you watch raw Be the like the new face, the new heel right. for for SmackDown. 
The reason being, reason being, is Baron Corbin, you already hate him once when he walks out. The guy is disowning you. Like, from the moment he walks out, <laughs> he doesn't on the microphone. He hates you. And he said it behind the scenes. He said it on the microphone. He has said it to people who he He does not like you. So, I think he's the perfect face for the next heel champion. I think he's ready for the
Cook even the title match, the United States Championship match. I'm even looking forward to the women's match. If you don't mind me saying so, I, I that's what I think. I, like that's throwing you, you know there's a lot out there. You know, don't get me wrong, but I feel like AJ Styles is the best WWE performer they've got right now, and I feel like every like he's the I feel like the Shawn Michaels of the new era. He's the Mister. Hey, I'm never gonna disappoint you. I have yet to see one match of AJ Styles that's disappointing. Remember how many people, that this goes for you and I, because we both went to WrestleMania, and so did you, uh, Mr. New York. How many people were going into WrestleMania saying, AJ and Shane suck? And everyone left that place saying, oh, my God, Shane and AJ was amazing. Like, I looked around, because I was wearing my AJ versus Shane t-shirt, the one that you could buy on WWEshop.com. Royalty check. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and, and, but, and I was wearing that, and everyone around me in my section was like, oh, that match is going to suck, and this, 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 that. AJ's going to carry it, watch, it's going to be boring, AJ's going to have a better match, that I agree with, he should have had a better match, don't get me wrong, but, but still, the point is, is that it was an amazing match, mm-hmm. so it, what's going to happen when you put AJ Styles, one of the best performers, Versus Kevin Owens, a guy who loves to talk and is amazing at it. On top of that, is not afraid to go a little extreme. Yeah. What? And that's what I'm excited to see. The fact that it's kind of just going to go all over the place. You know, um, AJ's that high flyer, but, you know, uh, Kevin Owens is going to do anything possible because I've seen him do some things that I didn't expect in different matches. So it's going to be something different and exciting. Especially for a United States Championship match, I think it's going to do way better than WWE Championship match. I like little, you know, the below titles are gone more than the major titles. Well, question. Now talking about pay-per-view, the Great Balls of Fire, are we still on for the meatball? The meatball. Fireball shots. Yeah, the fireball shots, meatball, three types of meatballs. Uh, Was he? Uh, Mr. New York, hear me out. Uh, Great Balls of Fire, pay-per-view. We're setting up a three-meatball platter here at the <laughs> Russell Radio Studios. It's going to be regular meatballs. It's going to be Italian Great Balls of Fire. And it's going to be Buffalo Great Balls of Fire. So basically, you'll have three versions of meatballs in front of you. And, of course, Fireball shots. So I think I need to set up a bed for you here. <laughs> so, but, yeah, Great Balls of Fire is going to happen here at the Russell City Radio Studios. She already said she's coming. You're coming. So, because I know wherever she goes, you're there. So, basically, 
Let me just tell me, man. Hey, George, set up a bed for me, bro. And, and, and by all means, I'll set up a bed. Look how much space you have here in the studio. This house is your house. <laughs> so, <laughs> God, Lee, we're all going to hell. Can you imagine just being here in the, the promo for that pay per view? Guys, welcome to Great Balls of Fire. Or the, the promos. Hey, hey, uh, Roman Reigns, I challenge you to great balls of fire. Oh my God. What? I'm not excited about making <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine the promos that these guys right? are going to. I can't wait for the actual, like, uh, you know, little preview commercial, the little trailer for great balls of fire. Brock Lesnar, I, I want your title at great balls of fire. <laughs> I I would just look at the TV screen saying he wants the title where? <laughs> anyway, uh, guys, now it's time to reach out to our special guest of the evening. I am talking about none other than CJ O'Doyle. So let's go ahead and get him on the phone. Pretty good. Thank you for having me. No, no, thank you for even coming on, Mr. O'Doyle. Uh, like I've said every week, you guys have the busiest schedule, you know, out of everyone we all know. And it, it's really appreciative that you take a little bit of time to speak with us. Not a problem at all. My pleasure. All right. Well, Mr. O'Doyle, let's start talking a couple things. Um, First and foremost, I, I want to send my condolences to you because I know you were one of the brothers uh, that were very close to the gentleman that passed away over the weekend, Mr. Wayne Van Dyke. I want to send uh, my condolences and my prayers to you uh, like, and to all your brothers and sisters in this business affected by, by the situation at hand. And again, my condolences to you, sir. Yeah, I mean, on behalf of every single person, we all thank you very much. Um... Yeah, it sucks. You know, again, thank you. We all thank you. We all thank everybody. Um, yeah, it sucks. I mean, it's 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 not fair. Yeah, uh, um, we were supposed to uh, go to dinner in like a week or two, so it just I don't know. Let's it sucks. Next topic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, I, I completely understand. And, and again, it wasn't up any doors to talk about that situation. I just wanted to uh, send my condolences to you and my prayers yeah. to you about that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so, yeah totally, totally appreciate it. I've been sending my prayers to the family and fellow friends and fellow brothers and all that jazz. And um, it's definitely appreciated, I'm sure. And they all appreciate it, all friends, family, all the everyone else. So it's, yeah, so. All right. So let's uh, start, start talking a little bit about your 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 career here, because uh, to try to uh, sway away from emotions, because I could sense it in your voice that you were just ready to to break down, and of course, rightfully so, because it's still a very sensitive topic to a lot of you brothers and sisters. Uh, so, Mr. Doyle, uh, you know, I was reading a little bit on you, and and of course, in this wrestling business, it, it's very important to be different. 
And one of the things that you set yourself up to be, to be different, was that you actually studied Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, to kind of like put it in your wrestling persona, into your wrestling style. Uh, you know, with this whole thing of MMA and pro wrestling, like uh, MMA fighters coming into the pro wrestling world or pro wrestling uh, wrestlers going into MMA, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Like, how did you get into Brazilian jiu-jitsu and how did it set up to set you up in your wrestling career? Uh, you know, I got into it almost by accident. I'm a, I'm a huge MMA fan, have been for years, and... Um, when my lady and a buddy of mine and his wife, uh, the two girls were running a race and me and him were just hanging loose, waiting for them to finish. There was a little expo going on and in the back of the expo was some mats. And when we got closer, we saw there was a jiu-jitsu demonstration and we're like, let's freaking do this. So we got in there, did demos, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And, um, we ended up just being there for 90 minutes. Uh, they were running half marathon. Uh, we were there for just 90 minutes, and they invited us down to their school, and one thing led to another. And, um, yeah, it's, so you, you could literally say it was an accident. If we never explored the expo, we wouldn't have seen it. And um, it's, it's awesome. I tried to, um, you know, incorporate it sometimes into a match. Just this past weekend, um, big seven-foot, monster crimson uh i threw a flying knee bar in there which was cool um sometimes i like to go for um triangle choke which is nice but um it's just another it's just a neat element to have um especially in today's wrestling it's really good to have all sorts of uh various backgrounds all incorporated into one and as you said in the beginning of this question you know, it helps set you aside a little bit different. Uh, I don't necessarily flaunt it or anything like that, but uh, when you watch me wrestle, I mean, you can see it come out a little bit, so. Well, well, have you ever even thought about entering, because as you said, as an MMA fan and also a pro, uh, you know, with the whole big thing of, of, like, even MMA guys entering your world in pro wrestling, like, uh, and, and of course, uh, wrestlers entering also, MMA world, Alberto Del Rio was one of them, uh, you know, Kurt Angle uh, even tried out to be MMA at one time. Have you ever thought, hey, I'm going to jump into the octagon one day with your uh, You faded out a little bit. Did you say, have I ever thought about jumping into the octagon? Is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, th- have you ever thought about jumping into the octagon? You know, as a fan, sure. Oh, yeah, man, I love to do that. Um, but I respect I, I like to train. I like to train. Um, I don't know that I'd want to, um, you know, get into the octagon. I'm, uh, I've trained for so long in wrestling and even now jujitsu that I'm pretty behind uh, the curve, if you will. Not that I can't catch up, not that my work ethic wouldn't allow me to catch up, um, but I'm just actually more interested in doing the training aspect. Um, if anything, just... I don't know, just to preserve preserve my body a little bit more for pro wrestling. I don't know, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's there's 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 more guys than you realize that just like to train rather than actually do the competition. Um, what's real cool is I have a buddy that did a couple of kickboxing uh, fights, and I was a sparring partner for him, so that was fun. 
Um, and again, I like to do the training, uh, but I don't know that I have any desire to actually get inside uh, the octagon under the bright lights the way I get into the ring under the bright lights. Uh, just my preference. I do enjoy jiu-jitsu competitions, uh, which is different but not different. It's uh, it's the same, but it's different at the same time, if that makes any sense. So, um, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Octagon, 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 octagon no. Jiu-jitsu mats, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, so, that, no, that way, like you said, that way you also keep your body toned up for wrestling, but also you, you keep on learning in the Bra- uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu world. For, for future competitions, like you were just saying, for in the jiu-jitsu match. Uh, you know, and, and one thing, you keep on talking about, you know, your wrestling career, your wrestling style. And one thing I have to say, CJ, I've, I've never told you this in person uh, as many times as I've encountered you, but one thing that when I look at you and when I look at your one person that just pops into my head is Arn Anderson. Uh, and like, I just looking at you, I'm like, man, this is like Arn Anderson's career reincarnated because you are an amazing technician. You have almost the same great body type as Arn Anderson. Uh, like I wanted to ask you, was Arn Anderson ever one of those people that kind of influenced you to start your wrestling career? Uh, influenced, influenced me to start my wrestling career? No. Uh, respectfully, because I only knew, you know, pretty much what a Hulk Hogan, uh, what a Hulk Hogan and a Tatanka and a Bret Hart was. I didn't, um, you know, I, I, I guess you could say I started off on WWF, if you will. Um, yeah. But as I, you know, what's the word? So when I was eight years old, I only knew, you know, Bret Hart and Hulk Hogan, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so to be specific, did he influence me to start? No. Uh, but once I discovered how amazing of a talent and how just um, how just how incredible he is, yeah, he's one of uh, you know a dozen guys that can influence the style that has influenced my style, if you will. So I guess you have a I guess it's a no and a yes to your question. Um, yeah. Do I purposely design well, my body or look like him? No, obviously, but um, <laughs> so technical and so good. Uh, and I, I, you know, one word I thought you were going to say when I was trying to just in my head, guess what you were going to say was smash mouth. Um, you know, everything he, everything he did was just amazing. It, it was believable. You know, he was the enforcer and I really believed it. Uh, and just, you know, so he's definitely one of, you know, a dozen or so guys that you try to take a little bit from, you know, you take a little bit from this guy and a little bit from that guy and a little bit from this guy over here and try to make it your own. So if I had to pick 12 guys, he's definitely one of them. So, yeah. And, and and you were trained also by two legendary uh legendary men in Afanzika, correct? Uh yeah. Yeah, so so basically you also have tradition in your blood because you said that you basically started at eight years old watching WWF and then all of a sudden uh you go to wrestling school and you start training under the guys who were still part of well, not still part, but that they grew in the WWF as Alpha and Sika, the Wasamoans. Like, what was going on through your head on the of school, man? Because, like you said, eight years old, being a fan, growing up on WWF, all of a sudden you walk into to the wrestling school, and you're like, oh, my God, these are the same guys that I watched. Well, before, before I got there, uh, I started out with Pitbull, 
one from ECW, Gary Wolf, and uh, a gentleman, indie wrestler, Billy Real. And Gary, Pitbull was always in Japan, so he'd come back from Japan. He'd be like, oh, look what I learned, because you never stop learning. So he'd come back, and he would just beat the hell out of us, because he just got back from Japan. <laughs> he'd just beat the, beat the hell out of us. And Billy is, you know, B- Billy is actually an underrated talent. And, you know, I didn't realize then some of the crazy stuff that he was having uh, me and this one other guy named Joey do. Um, thankfully for him, I, you know, if, if, if someone says jump off a 30-foot uh, diving board into a pool and you don't know any better, you're like, okay, boom. Uh, not that that's <laughs> actually what happened, but it's just my analogy. Um, whereas normally you're supposed to jump off, I don't know, a five-foot diving board, you know? Um, so, so that was reflecting back. That's definitely some interesting items. And then of course you get to offer pops and, um, I mean, he's a legend, you know, there's the reason why the wild smoke training center is one of the absolute best, uh, for a reason, you know, separates, separates the men from the boys. Um, I mean, just whatever, however brutal you think it is, is probably 10 times more brutal than that. So, yeah. So, wait. So, now that you're talking about brutal, I have to ask you this fun question. Uh, all seriousness, like, what was more brutal for you? Was it the, uh, was it the Wild Samoan School or was it Pitbull 1? Uh, <laughs> man. Not like it's a competition, but I just want to just ask that fun little question. Which yeah, one no, I mean, it, it's tough because it's tough because you you learn your initial your initial falls there, but then you know your initial falls, so you're on the next level. I don't know if you can compare it, only because it, for me, at my stage, it's like playing a video game on novice and then playing a video game on intermediate, you know, and. <laughs> You'd have to play twice on novice, if you will. <laughs> well, God, I, CJ, are you a gamer? Uh, don't let my analogy fool you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an N64. So, I, <laughs> we're right, 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 right around N64 is when you know wrestling, and I'm still doing other sports too. Um, so, right around N64 is when. You know, my athletic schedule just was a little bit too much to keep up with video games, and uh, I guess you could say my video game growth has been kind of stunted. I, I can probably count on two hands how many times I've picked up an Xbox or a, or a PS2 or greater <laughs> controller, but I'll tell you right now, sitting right underneath my television is a beautiful Nintendo 64, so, um, yeah. Well, I think, if I'm correct, uh, for N64 was uh, WWF No Mercy, I believe it was? Uh, I got no mercy. So I, I got no. I, I got no mercy. I got WrestleMania 2000. I have WCW vs NWO. I've got Revenge, and you know, just one quick comment. One thing Wayne, uh, at least to us, you know, is known for was his, you know, love of 64. Whether it's playing with, you know, Swan or or whoever else, or bringing bringing 64 to shows or whatever. So um, I just want to throw it out there that. I love 64, and Wayne was a big 64 fan. And moving along, 64 was a great system. I still have it, so that's the end of that one. 
<laughs> well, you know, I, like just throwing it out there, CJ, and I promise this is the last thing I, because I, again, I know it's a very sensitive topic. If I, I say so myself, I say all the boys, all the sisters, even all the fans, uh, family, just do a big N64 hangout in memory maybe, of. Uh, exactly. Maybe, maybe one huge, I don't know, 64 person, 64 wrestler, Wayne Van Dyke Memorial, no mercy tournament. I don't know. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's laughing from up above right now with that he, idea. But uh, basically. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he is too. He's probably, he's probably hustling to be player one right now. But uh, uh, <laughs> anywho. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, no, that, that's by all means, CJ, I'm glad that you're opening up that way because like we we love talking about your career, we love talking about your influence. We love, you know how you struggle to be where you are today to make it all victories and stuff. But it's also good to know CJ the person, you know, and how you were just talking before and and playing video games and so and so. And, and we were talking about also like your brutal training, but that's something that kind of follows you when it comes to training because. You also were part of Steve Austin's uh, Broken Skull Ranch, who has, we've heard countless of times, can be brutal in itself uh, under his watch. Tell us about that experience, man. You, again, already with your resume, being in brutal training with Alpha, Sika, uh, Pitbull One, then all of a sudden you go to the Broken Skull Ranch and you get some more brutal training from Steve Austin. Tell yeah, us, and all the, tell and, us about and, that. And, and, and all the brutality that I put myself through with the obstacle course racing and the mud runs. Um, Cause those are not, uh, those aren't like running through the sprinkler on your front lawn. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> and, be, and because of those, um, because of those obstacle races, when the stone cold casting was searching, I guess one of the producers knew pops or knows pops and, uh, Pops' daughter, Volley, was like, Dad, this is perfect for CJ. Recommend him, blah, blah, blah. So um, I, I, along with a bunch of others, got recommended. And, you know, I still had to go through the interview. I still had to. I still, I still had to go through the three or four rounds of interview process um, to see if I'd be a good candidate or whatever. So um, one interview led to another, which led to another, and then finally getting flown out to the Broken Skull Ranch. It is hot as hell. I mean, I live in Florida, and I am used to the heat. I spent time wrestling. I, I spent time living in Puerto Rico for uh, wrestling. It is hot. It was so. It was. I thought I was literally in hell uh, on the Broken Skull Ranch. It was ridiculous. Uh, at one point, uh, in case you haven't been able to tell, I burned pretty easy. So, uh, at one point, actually, the producer. Fun, funny story. At one point, the producers uh, were like, "Wait, wait." And then uh, they pointed, they're like, you in the blue shirt. And I knew it was me, but I just turned around to the other guy in the lighter blue shirt. Turned around to the other guy in the lighter blue shirt, hoping they were talking about him, because I just knew it wasn't a good one. And they're like, no, you with the orange headband. And one of the uh, stagehands or whatever, or whatever you call them, production assistants, just ran over and just doused me in sunscreen. So that was kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean... I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at the image of being doused in sunscreen, CJ. I'm sorry. No, I was laughing myself. It was, I mean, you got 
you got seven other hungry freaking savages ready to tear you up and here I am just getting doused in sunscreen you have to laugh at that you know so <laughs> and it is a fun it, it is a funny image whatever image you think is probably exactly what it looked like so uh anyways it was just funny but um you know when you watch the show and it's like oh man 902 98 degrees that is not exaggerated for television and you're there you're there all day long um, I'd probably rather wrestle three back-to-back-to-back Ironman matches. But, um, yeah, so that's brutal. Uh, the competition is fierce. I mean, everything he says is not just for TV. When he says he found eight of the toughest badasses, that is absolutely true. Those, uh, the competitions and the courses, and and they are, they're tough. I mean, they're, you don't go through four rounds of interviewing to, I mean, they select the, the toughest man and um i'll tell you you know spoiler alert if you haven't seen it from a season or two ago uh, i didn't win uh the show but what's interesting is the guy who did win my episode literally is one of like the top ninja warriors in the world so a if you're gonna lose at least if you're gonna lose at least lose to the best um (laughs) and b just to give you an idea of the level of competition i run the obstacle obstacle course races for fun to challenge myself to always improve my time by at least one minute uh, to have a good time with my my friends um and you know you're going up against literally like you know the way i am with pro wrestling he what he is with obstacle course racing so um, again, just an idea of the level of competition. I mean, you have military veterans on the on there. You have again world class ninja warriors on there. Uh, you got people from all walks of life: football players, CrossFitters. Just, I mean, literally the the cream of the crop. So, um, definitely grueling. You know, it was a great experience. Uh, if Steve ever does like uh, uh, Steve ever does like a redemption show. I'm throwing my name in the hat first, second, third, and fourth so I can go get some redemption uh, despite the brutality. Despite the brutality, and probably because I'm a glutton for punishment, as we've already established in this interview. Um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, man. So, yeah. Oh, God. This is why I love talking to you, CJ, whether it be on this show now or even in person, because you always find, even though you're the most serious guy in the ring, like outside the ring, and I'm sorry if I'm breaking your, your kayfabe in this, but basically inside the ring, like you could be the most serious guy, but outside the ring, you could be the most down to earth and guy I've ever spoken to. Awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> thank, I, you, I, thank, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, maybe. You know, thank you very much. And maybe, maybe a uh, couple years ago, you know, it wasn't like that because you know it had to be serious in the ring, serious outside, and it is still serious outside. But I think, uh, uh, and I hope I'm not being too arrogant here, but I think I've earned the I've earned the reputation for as soon as the bell rings, or even as as soon as my music hits and you hear "Run," but you can't hide. Or, or Monster, either either song, as soon as that music hits, it is all serious. And as soon as the bell rings, it's even more serious. And it's smash mouth, in your face, intense, fierce, ferocious. Um, but I think, uh, I think that's, I think the reputation is, is that enough that I can 
just call a spade a spade and, and find the, uh, you could say, find the humor in the punishment, find the, find the humor in being doused in sunscreen while you're about <laughs> to go compete against seven other badass, I don't know if I can curse, but badass fill in the blank, you know? So I appreciate the compliment. Um, as long as people remember that inside the ring, it is dead serious and has not changed for years and will not change, then we're all good. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that, and again, that's something I can't stress of how serious you get in the ring because, shoot, uh, like, you and I can be friends, acquaintances, whatever, but when you're coming down that aisle, you just look at me like you don't know me. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to mess with this guy. <laughs> During this time, hey, man, he has the... It, it, it's kill or be killed, you know, and I, I, I don't like the other option. So, I mean, um, you know, and, and, and also, I mean, even, even guys that have a good time in the ring are still serious, if that makes any sense. And if it doesn't, I apologize, but I get it a hundred percent. Even guys that just go out there and have a great old time are still, if you're successful, you're serious. So some guys that just, go out there and have, you know, a, a great time and, and entertain the crap out of people. Like, for example, uh, uh, Cruz and Rios, um, I still refer to them as the Bendejos, but the, you know, the LWO or whatever, you know, those guys go out there, they have a great time. It's like a party. It's awesome. But they are still at the exact same time dead serious. So, um, and they're, they're professionals. They're focused, you know. So... Uh, you know, some people can go out there and have a good time like them. I just choose to be dead serious. So, so CJ, before I turn it over to my, my co-host like, here, Xtina, she's already giving me one of your stairs because I'm stealing all her questions here. I just thought Xtina was off playing 64 or something. No, no, she's here. She's staring at me. She's uh, literally like, can you stop stealing my questions? But uh, basically, uh, I, I wanted to ask this last question, CJ, knowing that we're talking about, like, the whole seriousness in and out of the rings kind of deal. Do you feel like kind of like social media is also kind of like a uh, part of the crime, per se, of say, hey, uh, this guy could be serious in the ring, but then the ring, he's so-and-so, or he's not as serious. Like, do you feel like social media has kind of made it harder for your wrestlers, or has it not made it as hard? Um, well, I'm going to make one comment before I answer that and hope I don't forget your question in the process of my rambling. And that is, you know, my seriousness in the ring. I mentioned, you know, about 12 guys molding my style. One of them is Arn Anderson. He was dead serious in the ring. You might've thought his smile bones were broken for crying out loud because he was dead serious in the ring. Right. So you, you emulate, you emulate, you emulate who you try to, right. You emulate who you're, you study. Right. So he was dead serious in the ring. Uh, Chris Benoit was dead serious in the ring. Shane Douglas dead serious in the ring. Triple H dead serious in the ring. So, so four of my twelve guys were dead serious in the ring. And you, you know, you emulate your heroes and you 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 mold yourself and take a little bit from every guy. But I just named four guys I take a little bit from, and they're all dead serious, you know. So that's that. And then to answer your question, yeah, I mean, social media, whatever you put out there you know, is how people are going to perceive you. If you go out there making a bunch of jokes, they're going to say, oh, okay, this guy likes to make jokes. If you go out there just, that, you know, 
stern, this stern, that. They're going to be like, oh, okay, he's real stern. You make a bunch of political posts. Like, oh, he's a political guy. You make a bunch of sports posts. Oh, he's a sports guy, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, just the way I'm just being me before I, you know, go hit the gym or whatever. Um, I'm also in a good mood, so that probably affects things. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, <Well, laughs> so social, social media is a way to get social media is a way to market yourself. So the question is, how do you want to be marketed? Um, do you want to be marketed as a funny guy? Do you want to be marketed as a chess player? Do you want to be marketed as a tennis player, a racer, a runner, a baseball guy, whatever, you know? So, yeah, I guess the answer to your question is, yeah, I mean, you are whatever you put out there, right? So, yeah, I mean, right. I mean, if, if you make 10, if you make 10 political posts, for example, and then someone comes up and, and is like, oh, what do you think about the election? It's like, ah, I don't know about that shit. I mean, well, I didn't see any sports posts. I didn't see any weather posts, you know, so. A hundred percent agreed. Yep, you're absolutely right. And uh, and mind you, I'm going to go ahead and, and stop talking here before Xena now gives me a, uh, a, a, a kryptonite crunch or something over here through a freaking table. Uh, so, Xena, I'm going to go ahead and pass you the mic. But CJ O'Doyle is all yours. Go ahead and take it away. And welcome, CJ. Thank you for being with us. Um, so you did talk about uh, obstacles and courses and races. I saw that on your Facebook. Like, doing that. So, How did you get into that? So uh, bad news. I can hardly hear you. It is extremely faint. I mean, if it, if it was if it was a one on the power meter before, it's like a two or a three now. All right, can you hear me better now? Way better. Holy one. cow! Oh, awesome! So there's something this one, George. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, I'm working off of cheeseburgers and Big Macs. Okay, <laughs> give me a, a chance here. <laughs> All right. So I- uh, you talked a lot about doing obstacle courses and races, and I saw it actually on your Facebook, the pictures. And uh, how did you get into that? And uh, are you totally serious during that focus, or is it a lot of fun and just fun to be doing it? No, I uh, I unfortunately take the seriousness with me just about everywhere I go. My uh, <laughs> my one friend my, my my one friend calls me Landstorm because I'm so serious. Um, <laughs> And uh, I got into it because I want to I, I want, I want hit the glutton for punishment line again. But uh, my girlfriend, she is a runner. And three and a half years ago, she's like, oh, this Tough Mudder thing looks like fun. I'm going to sign us up. And this was in, like, February. I'm like, you knock yourself out. And then <laughs> come, 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 you know, September, October, it's like, or come July, August, like, I hope you're training. I hope you're training because this thing's coming in November. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 no problem. And then, uh, you know, September, October, it's like, all right, maybe I should probably start training. I'm like, how long is this thing? Like three miles? Nope, 12 miles. Oh, shit. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So I guess I just nonchalantly got signed up. And then, you know, I'm such a co- – anyone that kind of knows me knows I'm pretty competitive. So um, we did that. And then – you know, it's uh, adrenaline rush, too. So it's like, all right, cool, that was amazing. When's the next one? When's the next one? All right, done, sold in that one, you know? And then when's the next one? When's the next one? When's the next one? So 
Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm pretty serious in those. I understand that, you know, we also like to just have fun and et cetera. So, you know, in, in a way to accomplish all goals and have fun and be serious, my own, my way to do that is to at least beat our previous time by just one minute. This way I'm still having fun, but I'm still competing at least with myself to improve by at least one minute. Cause these things are long. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, and, uh, you know, some of these obstacles are not easy. And for me, everyone gets motivated in their own way. For me, it takes that focus um, and that seriousness and the uh, adrenaline to really get through the tougher obstacles. So, um, yeah, so it's just just a little mix of both. Um, So that's how I got into it. And, um, yeah, that's how I got into it. Do you have any metrics coming up? I'm sorry. Do you have any that you're coming up to do? Is there any new ones that you're coming up, or are you just kind of laying, focusing on wrestling? Uh, I've, I've, I have, I've, I've toned them back just a little bit because um, they're not. I mean, they're close, but they're not mm-hmm. super close. So I might have. There might be a race in Tampa, but then a match in Miami that same night. And while sure you can run it, you know, nine o'clock in the morning and still make the show in Miami, uh, the shower facility is not the best. And I'm sure I don't want to show up to a show muddy and my opponent probably won't appreciate it because there's still etiquette. Um, and there's just not a lot of times on show days where there's a race at the same time to do the race, get home, shower, and still go drive three hours to Newport Richie or four hours down to Miami. So, mm-hmm because wrestling is my number one sometimes, you know, if I have to make the cut, it's going to be the races. I still try, I still hit all the big ones. I still like to hit the small ones. A lot of times instead of signing up in advance, like I should, because, you know, I don't know in February really what the, what my show schedule is in November, most likely. So, um, a lot of times if I notice, Oh shoot, there's a race in two weeks. And as of now, I don't have a match. Great. Let me sign up. There's more of my races lately have been, great, there's a race, I don't have a show, let's go knock this out, or great, I have a show, but it's close enough that I can get home, clean up, and still get to the show, so, in fact, there's a fun fact, and that's after my very, very first obstacle course race, it was the Tough Mudder, 12 miles, 25 obstacles, um, later that night, I went and wrestled four pops, four WXW, and did a tag team triple threat match so that was an interesting first experience there's been plenty of times where i've done a mud race in the lakelandish area because there's a lot of branches out there um and then gone and wrestled for wwn's acw out in newport ritchie area um come home showered and wrestled here in orlando so yeah so to circle back, I got signed up for this initially because I was just being nonchalant, thinking I don't care what's going to happen in nine months. <laughs> oh, wow. You have some yeah. adrenaline to go through all of that, to go through the and the races, and then wrestle the same night. That's insane. And a lot of props to I you think, because I, I wouldn't be able to do it at all. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think from now on I need to start giving a crap about what happens in nine months because uh, – <laughs> In February, I'm like, yeah, I don't care what happens in nine months. Last time, I didn't care what happened in nine months. I had a freaking kid. So maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe I should start caring more. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a little careful. 
so going back next, to pro wrestling. Next time, next, next time I hear something's nine months away, I'm going to pay really close attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so going back to pro wrestling, um, I've seen that you've done a couple of NXT matches. You've also been in TNA. Um, you've been in a lot of different, you know, um, you know, wrestling businesses. So um, how can you the difference from the NXT matches and the TNA matches, and um, if you ever do it again, well, I think I know the answer to that, but still, you, if you would ever do it again, or totally turned you away. <laughs> did you say, how did they, did you, was the middle of that, how do they compare? Yeah, from the TNA and the NXT, because, you know, I've seen you had a match with Authors of Pain and, and your TNA matches. Um... How do they compare is kind of a – it's almost – the only way – I don't really know how they compare outside of the following, and that is TNA was first, and everything you mm-hmm. do is an experience. And every time you do something similar, now you learn from your previous experience. So I would right. say they differed. I would say they differ just because by the time I did NXT, uh, all those matches, I had the experience from TNA, so I was able to take those experiences – uh, on that big, big time stage, and and apply it to the big, big, big time stage again. So, um, and then you know, when I go back to TNA or when I go back to NXT or WWE, I'm able to take those experiences and and go from there. So, um, it's almost like you know, before you're a little, you're you're a raw steak, and you know, next time you've got a little seasoning on you and the next time you got even more seasoning on you, you know? So that's how it compares is just, you're always learning from your experience. And, um, they say experience isn't something you get till just after you needed it. So you know, I almost kind of, you could, you could say I almost kind of went into TNA blind in a sense. And then I was able right. to take that experience and apply it to NXT. Um, you know, will I be back? We'll have to see, we'll have to tune in. I can't reveal much, but, uh, <laughs> Um, stay glued. I don't know. So, and and I think you said, do you want it? Who wouldn't want to? Um, right. But yeah, so I mean, that's how they compare. They just compare because you know, I guess my very first time in TNA, I'm super nervous. Oh my god! And then you know, you get calm and acclimated, and it's no big deal. And you know, same thing. You just you just take your experiences, and you just it just builds your confidence and builds your ease and first time you step on an obstacle course you're like holy shit what the hell is going on here and then you know 22 obstacle races later you're like wait why am I jumping in the mud again (laughs) (laughs) definitely and like you said I will definitely stay tuned you don't have to tell us anything be watching regardless (laughs) but I have one last question um I know you wrestled some some really great wrestlers I've heard you mention a Cesaro even Ty Dillon an NXT match as well, but is there anyone that you haven't got the opportunity to wrestle yet that is like your number one priority? Oh shit! Wasn't really, <laughs> I should, how, how did I? How did I not? How was I not prepared for that one? Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, I know there's so yeah. many. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I know there is so many. And there, it, it, the problem is there's so many, and there's so many for so many different reasons, you know? Extina, um, you understand that you might be new to this, like four weeks new, five weeks new, and you just stumped a, a, a veteran, okay? So take this no, with a matter of... No, no, 
No, I'm gonna have to take the credit there. That's my that's my mistake for not realizing uh, I was probably gonna be asked that. That's 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 an ex- that's a learning experience for me because a you never stop learning. Um, and I just came I just came back from Nashville from the weekend and I'm just uh, not that you can probably tell but I'm just bloody exhausted. So instead of instead of you know prepping myself like oh, okay well might they ask me I just use my past experience and just with the breeze and whatever you guys ask, I got nothing to hide, you know, but I should have known better. You guys would ask that tricky, tricky question. To answer that question, to, to answer that question, I mean, to answer that question, are we talking like on the Indies in general, who cares alive, not alive? In general, in general, if there was anyone you can still wrestle. Can still. That'd be okay. your perfect match. Yes. <laughs> All right. Can still. I'm going to say Triple H because oh. I could still wrestle Triple H. Um, he's not, you know, retired. So I'm going to sh- I'm going to say Triple H. Hey, that is a match that I would definitely love to see. Hmm. What about you, Joe? Uh, uh, CJ O'Doyle versus Triple H. Yes. Tell me one reason why I should not buy a ticket for that. <laughs> Shoot one reason I why. Have none. Uh, I, there's no reason why no one that they call themselves a wrestling fan should not be buying a ticket to watch that match. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, and so CJ, you definitely have a ticket sale for me if that ever happens, whether it's NXT or WWE or whatever. Because, Exina, I'm sorry for cutting you, but are you oh, done with CJ? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, but basically, uh, you know, CJ, I, I, I want to say. I, I, think, I, I think X Teen is about to sabu you through a coffee table. <laughs> 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 I think she will be. Uh, CJ, if you don't see me on shows, you now know why, okay? Uh, Sounds but, good. <laughs> it does not sound good. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, but CJ, uh, very serious. I know I've. I've given you good compliments and stuff, but this is one of the most farthest one I'm going to give you. Dude, you need to be in the WWE Impact Wrestling uh, because to me, man, your passion, your heart, your work, your drive, everything speaks for itself. Like you, like you said earlier, you know, you might not talk a lot or, or anything, but you, your drive, your passion speaks for itself of how serious you turn into when you get inside that ring. So I really hope and I do see one day you being in that ring again, whether it be WWE or Impact Wrestling. Well, I definitely appreciate it. So uh, it's not the first time I've heard that. I'm sure it won't be the last time. It's not even the first time this weekend I've heard that. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. How to, let's get some buzz going or something, right? I mean, buzz works these days, right? Well, buzz, hey, buzz, I am buzz, going buzz, to... buzz is no longer just the bully from freaking home alone. Let's get some buzz going, right? <laughs> well, CJ, I will be at the, uh, I believe it's NXT uh, Fort Pierce show, so I'll make sure I bring a sign saying, uh, sign CJ, uh, sign CJ, uh, and get that on camera or something, I don't know. Well, you talked you, you talked about social media earlier, so I think Buzz on social media will probably uh, do just fine, so... Perfect. Well, CJ, before you go, let's, uh, let's of course, do uh, your plugs because I know you have to go train, you have to go do your thing. 
CJ, basically, how can people follow you on social media, whether it be Facebook, Twitter? I know Instagram is a thing now. Uh, how can even bookers get a hold of you for inquiries? And, of course, where can they catch you next live? All right. Let's see if I hit all these points here. Let's go. We got <laughs> Facebook. To fa- uh, on Facebook is facebook.com slash CJ O'Doyle. Really easy. We made that real hard for people. It's just CJ O'Doyle on Facebook. Um Twitter made it even harder at CJ O'Doyle, so pretty easy to find me. Uh, Instagram's the one where we're really gonna have to. Instagram's the one where we're really gonna challenge people's IQs. It's at LionheartCJ39. So to recap, we have Facebook CJ O'Doyle, Twitter CJ O'Doyle, and Instagram is LionheartCJ39. Booking inquiries is good through Facebook, good through DM on Twitter, uh, Instagram. My email is cjodoyle39 at yahoo.com. Made that one even harder, cjodoyle39 at yahoo.com. Again, Facebook's really easy to use. Um, Feel free to pick up one of my new CJ O'Doyle Lion t-shirts. It's a collaboration with Strong Style Brand. Uh, Strong Style Brand, obviously, the movement, the clothing apparel, the kick-ass company you see some of the top guys wearing. Um, and of course, myself being an athlete representative, uh, athlete representative of uh, Strong Style, they got uh, great stuff. We collaborated, um, and I'm sure you've seen the Lion, the CJ Doyle Lion Strong Style shirt. Uh, for one of those, email me, Facebook me, uh, PayPal uh, is good too. Obviously, uh, I do debit at shows. Speaking of shows, we have upcoming. Um, we have AWE in Cocoa, Florida this Friday, scheduled to wrestle Adam Rose for, for his heavyweight title, but really it's mine that he's just holding for me. Uh, then, the next day, then the next day I'm at the Team Vision Dojo for Ignite Wrestling against Braden Knight with the Eric Child in his corner. Probably going to pile drive him. And uh, let's see. Let's see. Of course, I know this week. Let's see what else. Oh, nope. That's my agenda for the gym tonight. Just going through my phone for the notes. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. When, when, uh, here's the funny part, CJ. When I do this, when I kind of like look through my schedule to say my next week's uh, guest, uh, X-Teen over here wants to have my head every time I get stumped. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fishing through my notes and everything is, you know, very similar, so... Um, well, anyways, you can catch me this Friday, AWE and Coco. You can catch me at Ignite on Saturday. Uh, you can always catch me at the WWN ACW shows. Um, you can catch me in Nashville at Freedom Pro Wrestling. That next one there is going to be July 1st, where Vince Russo returns to wrestling. Just want to put that out there at Nashville Fairgrounds. Um, this past Saturday, I renamed the Nashville Fairgrounds to Freedom Hall. Um, so that'll be real interesting. So that's a huge one. And uh, WWN Live is always on Flow Slam, so those are always big shows. Um, yeah. And, again, uh, Facebook.com, CJ Doyle, Twitter, at CJ Doyle, at LionheartCJ39 on Instagram. Uh, buy my T-shirt through PayPal. Facebook me for your size. Email me for your size. Email me for booking inquiries. Facebook me for booking inquiries. And I think I hit all your points, right? Bam. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Just like- <laughs> Got them all. Got them. Ate the shit out of, uh, the shit out of that one. 
Well, CJ, again, thank you so very much for coming on the show, talking about, of course, your career, about the Steve Austin Broken uh, School Ranch, uh, you know, sharing your, your take on video games, too, uh, and so much more that we spoke about, you know, your, your of course, your competitions, your Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate it. Hey, not a problem, man. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure, man. And, uh, and of course, my, my casa is tu casa. Anytime you want to come back on, just let me know if you want to promote something. We'll be happy to have you on. Great. Tell your viewers to buy my shirt. Thank you for having me, and uh, I'm sure I'll see you soon. I'll be buying your shirt soon. Trust me. I promise. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. All right, guys. That was Mr. C.J. O'Doyle. What a great guy. Very down-to-earth. Uh, you know, I can't compare with the guy. He He's very, very spoken, you know, uh, outspoken, uh, very respectful, a very fun individual. As we all know, he was very at the very beginning when he when we were first talking about, you know, uh, about Mr. Wayne Van Dyke. And I understand that completely because he was a brother to him. Uh, and uh, we I can't say anything bad about CJ. He's a true professional in every right. So, Extina, you know, you were there, you stumped the veteran, but he, he took the credit, <laughs> but you still stumped the veteran. On top of that, you were a little nervous. I felt it. Uh, how did you, this is by far your biggest guest thus far on this show, but there's still some major names that I have not announced that we will be announcing later on the show. <laughs> uh, later on on the show, uh, but... Extina, what real quick before I go on to uh, Mr. Curtain Jerk over there, <laughs> a pun in I'm jerk. <laughs> I love you, Steve. Uh, but basically, Extina, what what do you think about the upcoming guest or this guest right now? Oh. Uh, well, he was awesome. I think he was very hilarious. <laughs> a nice guy to talk to, and we gotta get that social media match with Blake. I'm ready for that. And I'm excited for the others. That just means more nerves and the hotter I'm going to get in here. <laughs> yeah, because you were fanning away. when like, I didn't know if you were like, oh, my God, CJ, oh, my God, uh, with Mr. New York over there giving you, the, uh, giving you the side eye over there. It's like, you know what? You're doing stuff on your own. I'm only security for, for Mr. Steve Basel and George, but screw you, Christina. And, and I can't blame you. I'm the one that pays you, man. I'm the one that pays Anyway. Time to go to the main man himself. I'm going to give you this mic because apparently there's something wrong with that one. Uh, but basically, guys, he was away last week. He's back this week. And I have to say, in the number one segment on Wrestle City Radio, I have to bring on the man, the myth, the jerk, the curtain jerker. You see where I segue there? I'm talking about the host. Of the indie cut, 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 cut. I'm talking about Steve Mesa. <laughs> Much about that introduction, but but as as I usually do per week, I have to do my own introductions. No offense, Dork. I do love the introductions you're giving me, but it wouldn't be the indie cut unless I personally cut a promo before I get into things. Now. Excuse me. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, after a week-long hiatus, the much, much clamored promo is here. 
The people have been hearing it. The people have been clamoring for it. They missed the Indica, but no fear. The man, the myth, the soon-to-be legend is here to save you. I'm here. I'm here. I'm your ears, your eyes on the indie scene. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Indie Cut. Now, uh, George, I'm going to be doing a little something. I found out recently that, uh, you know, due to my temporarily paralysis of the voice, hence why I was out, uh, I found out I was being a little long-winded. So I'm going to test out my theory by trying to cut this close to 10 minutes. As you can see, I have a stopwatch in front of me, and I'm going to cut this to close to 10 minutes. I'm going to go a little too fast. I might go a little too fast, and then it's an experiment. If it fails, it fails. If it wins, you know, it succeeds. We'll see what happens. All right. Now to begin. It's like the, it's like watching Wanna Be a Millionaire. It begins. First off, we got a review for Shine 42, which I personally saw last Friday night. I'm just going to break it down to the card because I'm going to review a couple of matches that happened. We had Dementia the Rose defeating Aja Pereira, Maria Maria defeating Dynamite Didi, Dynamite Didi second Shine match, Kira Hogan defeating Amanda Carolina Rodriguez defeating Lindsay Snow, Ariel Monroe defeating Aria Blake with Candy Cartwright and Kiara Hogan. With the Shine Tag Team Championships on the line, you had Las Secarras, Ivalice, and Mercedes Martinez defeating Raquel and Santana Guerra to become the new Shine Tag Team Champions. Next up, we have MK defeating Chelsea Green. In a singles match, it's Renee Michelle defeating Candy Carwright by disqualification, which segued into a six-person tag match. That saw Ariel Monroe, Priscilla Kelly, and Renee Michelle defeating Aria Blake, Candy Cartwright, and Kiara Hogan. Last match of the night. It was for the Shine Heavyweight Championship. You had the defending champion, Lufisto, going up against NXT's Blue Pants, or we like to know, also known as Leva Base. Now, this match was one particular match out of whole entire, I believe, career that she actually came as herself. There was no cosplay. Usually when you have Leva Bates, you would have uh, cosplaying as a certain pop culture character. It was all Leva Bates. This was herself, and she brought fury and anger to want to get her first shot, because this was her first shot against uh, the Shine Champion. And she's been there since 2012. Uh, Shine One was uh, debuted in, I would say, the summer of 2012, and she's been the original since day one. And she never got a chance for, for a title shot for the Shine Championship. And this was her chance, and she she brought, she basically, you know, took it to the bar, basically, and they fought on top of the bar, spilling drinks on one another, and just breaking loose. But unfortunately, despite her efforts, Leva Bates was found herself on the losing effort of her first title shot. Your champion, your champion, still and winner, Lufisto came out as a champion. Now, 
some of these women that I mentioned that participate in the Shine 42 will be actually taking part in Diamond Division Pro Wrestling Presents Women's Revolution. That's going to be part taking place on Friday night at the Platinum Pro Arena at the VFW Post 1966 in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Special bell time at 8.30 p.m. Doors for VIP at 7.30 p.m. General admission at 8 p.m. VIP is 25, general admission 15. Now, for the Diamond Division Championship match, we're going to have a rematch from Shine 42, in which the champion, Ariel Blake, will go one-on-one again with Ariel Monroe. Now, will Ariel Monroe be able to repeat her success Shine 42 and become the new Diamond Division champion, or will Ariel Blake find some sort of way to uh, defend the title successfully? Ed Bright, Sue Young versus Dementia the, Dementia the Rose, Dynamite Didi versus Camilla Kane, Tragedy Ann versus Aja Pereira, Roxy Rogue versus Zella, and a 10-woman over-the-top battle royal. Now, when it comes down to the last two competitors, it will become pinfall submission or over-the-top rope elimination to declare the winner. Winner will be crowned DDPW Starlight Champion and will de- then defend the championship in her regularly, regularly scheduled matchup. That's not the only wrestling event that will be taking place over the weekend. We also have two, count them, two Evolve shows happening Friday afternoon and Sunday, Saturday afternoon and Sunday night. These are Evolve 84 and 85. Checking out my timer. Still got six minutes. (laughs) Now, for Evolve 84, which is going to be taking place at Summit, Illinois, 20th, 2.30 p.m. Central, 3.30 p.m. Eastern. For the WWN Championship match, it's going to be the champion, Matt Riddle, Joseph himself, defending against Kyle O'Reilly. Then we also have a big championship matchup in the form of the Evolve Championship, where Zack Sabre Jr. will finally get his hands on Ethan Page on a in a legitimate one-on-one match. Paige and Virginia have been not seeing eye-to-eye for the past couple of months and the past couple of evolves. So it's finally Paige's chance after putting away Darby Allen in the last man standing match. And now he's finally getting his title shot. Now will Paige squander his opportunity at the Evolve Championship or will Zack Sabre Jr. end up doing what he did to one of the gatekeepers and breaking one of Paige's arms? Time will tell. Well, time will tell, and you have to tune in to uh, Saturday if you have a Slam account. With the Evolve Tag Team Championship match on the line, we have Chris Dickinson and Jaka, accompanied with Stokely Hathaway, defending the title against Matt Nix and Isaiah Velasquez. In the Evolve 81 rematch, we have Keith Lee versus Donovan Dijak. In a special challenge match, we have Tracy Williams, also accompanied with Stokely Hathaway, against Jeff Cobb, a.k.a. Montanza from Lucha Underground. Special attraction match will feature Leo Rush versus the protege of one AR Fox, Austin Theory. Match number two will feature Fred Yehi versus Jason Kincaid. And now we move on to Evolve 85, which is going to be emanating from Livonia, on May 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern, again, watch on the flowslam.tv. 
Now, the Evolve Championship match, if Zack Sabre Jr. is still champion, will involve Zack Sabre Jr. defending his title against Leo Rush. The WWE Championship match, if Riddle is still champion, will feature Matt Riddle defending against Jeff Cobb. In a special challenge match, it's going to be Tracy Williams with Stokely Hathaway going against Kyle O'Reilly. Then we also have Ethan Page versus Donovan Jack, Fred Yehi versus Keith Lee, Catchboy versus High Flyers non-title match in which the Evolved Tag Team Champions Chris Dickinson and Jocko will take on Jason Kincaid and Austin Theory. Last but not least, there will be a Shine Showcase match. It's going to be Allison Kane versus Priscilla Kelly. How am I doing on time, George? So far, you're seven minutes, 40, well, about to be, let's say, eight minutes. So you got about two minutes. You're doing pretty damn good. I don't know about pretty damn good. I think I'm pretty, pretty good, pretty wrapping this thing up pretty good. So with, uh, you know, eight, two minutes to spare, this has been Steve Mesa. Thank you. Good night. Holy cow. Holy cow. I, I'm. I, are we in a different realm? Like, I know. I've seen Flash, and I know. I watch Flash, and I know about the Flash paradox. Am I in a different paradox right now? If you are, then I am as well. <laughs> I, I don't know where to go from now. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> You know what? Let's cut the commercial. Um, We'll be right back, folks. Independent Pro Wrestling returns to Atlantic City after over 10 years. SWF Wrestling, along with Stop the Heroin, presents Roll the Dice. Saturday, June 10th. Meet and greet will start at 6 p.m. Bell time, 8 p.m. at the National Guard Armory. 1008 Absicon Boulevard, Atlantic City, New Jersey. The headlining main event. Only a dream match SWF can think of. Former WWE and current Impact star Alberto El Patron versus Pentagon El Cero Miedo. Former WWE star Jack Swagger versus member of the Boot Party TJ Marconi. Three-way women's dream match. Lucha Underground star Taya versus cheerleader Melissa versus Impact Wrestling's LAX's Angel Rose. And many other matches, including the SWF heavyweight title, will be on the line. Strong style lucha featuring Ricky Reyes and El Hijo de Dos Caras. The Mayor Guardian's gold ladder match. Red Titus versus Grizzly Redwood. A tag team match of Josh Adams and Jeffrey Bravo versus the New York Wrecking Crew. And an insane 20-person Atlantic City Rumble. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit SWFPro.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SWFWrestling247. Instagram and Snapchat at SWFPROWrestling. SWF Wrestling alongside Stop the Heroin bring you Roll the Dice. Saturday, June 10th. And Wrestle City Radio will be bringing you the pre-show live. Don't miss it.
All right, guys, and we're back uh, from commercial. Actually, we finally found out some things to talk about. <laughs> uh, because uh, Mr. Steve Mason's uh, quick review 10 minutes in uh, kind of like stumped us all. It's like, holy cow, we don't know where to go from here. But anyway, <laughs> make sure, guys, you purchase tickets for SWF Roll the Dice in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Again, Xtina and myself, and of course, Mr. New York will be all be there. We will be uh, basically uh, doing the pre-show. But on top of that, you can purchase your tickets at swfpro.com at Eventbrite. And their tickets are on sale right now. As a matter of fact, there are some special deals going on right now that if you purchase some VIP tickets or some, uh, I think it's special uh, first row tickets, they automatically advance to VIP for free. So, guys, make sure you take advantage of all these special deals going into Roll the Dice. But again, now that we've got some major topics, major matches, of course, we forgot one major event going into that weekend of Backlash, and that is NXT TakeOver Chicago. Guys, I think you could all agree with me when I say Bobby Roode versus Hideo Itami might be one of the most hard matches of all time. Bobby Roode, a guy that's not afraid of getting a nice hit in, Again, and Hidel Tommy saw, you all saw what he could do with Roderick Strong this past week. I think this is a hard-hitting event that we're about to take to see at NXT Chicago. Uh, yeah, for it to be the main event for the title. I'm excited. I'm a Bobby Roode fan. I'm sorry, uh, all the Hideo Tommy fans out there, but I'm supporting Bobby Roode all the time. I don't care about the go to sleep, even though they're in Chicago. Ha! Excited for that and the other matches. Hold on, I have a, a little something for you here. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I what love it. Yeah, because I'm actually excited to see the people. I love Bobby Roode. For the title, Asuka, oh, poor Ember Moon, won't be able to compete in the match, which I'm very sad about because I thought she would be able to to win it this time. So, okay, kind of sad about let, let me stop you right there about Asuka. Listen, with the whole Fuego Four Way that was canceled now due to yes. from Ember Moon, I was actually thinking, hey, Ember Moon is finally going to win this right. championship. But now with it being a three way dance. I don't see it happening unless, unless, Steve, I'm, don't be giving me that nodding no. Unless the whole big following, fan following, that I, I want to say, not Ruby Riot, but uh, Nikki, Cross. Uh, Nikki Cross is having right now with the entire fans and, and how powerful they're, they're kind of building uh, sanity. If you had to ask me, George, if you have one guy that, oh, I mean, sorry, one woman, that you will pick to win this three-way, who would it be? I would say it's Nikki Cross. Wow, yeah. I would agree. Asuka's held that belt for a long time. I really wanted to see someone else win it. I really wanted Ember Moon to win it. But besides that, Nikki Cross, definitely. I'm going to put a nice little twist on the NXT women's division. She's crazy, but I love it. (laughs) And Sanity of themselves, I I love it. So for them to hold the title, 
and to smock people even more. Well, Steve, I see you over there, like, giving me, uh, like, he's, he's debating over here, like, saying, I, I want an opinion on this. Uh, Steve, what, what's your take on NXT Chicago? It's all right. No, I'm just kidding. Nah, 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, not, I'll tell you what, you know, Bobby Roode has a glorious song. I will tell you the truth. I'm not a big Bobby Root fan. I mean, you, you can find him dreamy for all you want. You can have, you know, all this kind of of dreams you want, but it's just you know, no. I he has a good song, but honestly, I think the two matches I'm looking for. You mentioned a triple uh, women's match. Uh, honestly, the one, the two matches I'm looking forward to the most would have to be the uh, NXT Tag Team Championship match with the a ladder match between the Authors of Pain versus DIY. I mean, he's got DIY, Authors of Pain, and The Revival stole the show at NXT TakeOver Orlando. There was really nothing you could say about it. Even with the, the weird dynamic between having a heel versus a heel at the end of it, he's still, you know, just having these guys exchanging their own tag maneuvers with one another to try to take down the, these behemoths. Uh, it's going to be quite a sight, especially with ladders involved. But the one match I'm most looking forward to, I know I mentioned the tag matches, something I'm looking forward to, but this one is one I, I'll keep my eyes on. And we'll probably see the potential of a rise of a villain character in NXT. And that would be with the United Kingdom Championship Online, you're going to have Tyler Bain defending the title against Peter Dunn. Uh, listen, since the first time we saw him on the United Kingdom tournament, Pete Dunne established himself as a bad guy. He took out uh, one of the competitors right as soon as the uh, the program was ending, and you know he had a uh, he had some words with Regal, which William Regal had such a disdain for Peter Pete Dunne. If you see ever see Pete Dunne and William Regal within the same picture frame, you can see Regal's face contort with disdain and hatred because of what he represents and what he probably reminds them when Regal was young as a, a proper villain and a villain that we probably needed in NXT. I mean, Bobby Roode is, is the narcissist, but we haven't had such a brutal, brutal, you know, jerk such as Pete Dunne. And I think he, this would become the beginning of his ascension into NXTdom and to the United States tournament programming, which actually is going to be starting actually this uh, Thursday at 8 p.m. on the WWE Network, the uh, United Kingdom Tournament uh, program, which is being called by good old Jim Ross and Nigel McGuinness. Well, yeah, that, that's definitely something to look for. And what's up with Pete Dunn, Peter? Peter. It, 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 he's not Peter Griffin, you know. Well, I mean, I mean, Pete is short for Peter, isn't it? I guess that's why he's a curtain jerker. <laughs> anyway, guys. No, but yeah, like you mentioned some great points, man. Yeah. Uh, like, honest to you, thank God you mentioned that because I feel like Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate will be stealing the show that day. And, 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 and here's the thing, though. They're not talent. They're not. They're UK talents. And this is going to send shockwaves throughout the entire WWE 
but it's going to be like, hey, these guys are not people that are in our specific division coming into our arena, and they're the ones stealing the show over our guys. Send a sign to everyone in management saying, hey, it, change is coming. And I'm glad that Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate are the ones to carry it. I'm really proud. And, uh, like, seriously, I, I can't be more happier than NXT Chicago saying Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate. Now, of course, if you don't know, also NXT, uh, for you guys who follow social media, Kyrie Hojo, hopefully I, I said that name correctly, but from Japan, from the organization, she's also appeared on Lucha Underground, uh, has officially been signed to WWE NXT, and she will be reporting to the Performance Center later than next week, if not already. Now, also, guys, one big rumor, and Steve, you probably could vouch on this for me, but over this past weekend, also another guy who's in NXT Chicago is none other than ROH, well, former ROH talent, Adam Cole. Uh, yeah, Adam Cole, baby. So, like, they're saying that he might be at NXT Chicago. Let me just say for, for, for the record, if he does and he, he comes like Drew McIntyre did or like how, uh, who else did it, the, the, uh, Bobby Roode, you know, if they do the same way they've been doing all these big names and just showing them in the fans and teasing it, I will go ballistic just to see Adam Cole do his Adam Cole baby from the front row. I, that's, but Steve, uh, you are very familiar with Adam Cole's work. What, how would your reaction be if you saw Adam Cole there? Well, I, well, I'll tell you for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up doing the, the what I like to call the front row money shot. Uh, front row money shot is you basically have an upcoming or soon to be debuting superstar, potential superstar in the front row, waving at the fans and smiling. Uh, we had Asuka at NXT take over the first Brooklyn We had Bobby Roode at the uh, NXT TakeOver Dallas. And then we had Drew McIntyre at the NXT TakeOver Orlando. So I'm not going to be surprised if Apple happens to make a little bit of an appearance and then throws out those signs say, Adam Cole, baby. Um, but, I mean, what led to his departure, which was is a new uh, member of the Bullet Club, mm-hmm. Marty Scroll. And I think the disposition of one villain and the importing of another, I think more to the dynamics. But if you're ever familiar, if you're ever familiar with uh, the Elite, uh, the Young Bucks uh, Internet uh, series, uh, I will say that being a fan of that series and seeing Marty Scroll and Bullet Club surprising, it was just the fact the way that they executed was well done and just hit every, and it just basically blew up the internet. Completely agree. Tina, I have to ask you, are you familiar with Mr. Adam Cole? I'm not, but I'm excited to see what he's going to do at NXT. You guys are hyped up, but... <laughs> have you? You know what? I'm not even going to ask. Raw. <laughs> <laughs> wow, quick segue. Uh, no, no, I'm just messing with you. But uh, I, I have plenty to deal with you. You're on the, this is the full-time 
you have a full-time contract here with Russell City Radio, okay? And just the fact that Lorraine signed up with all these bigger deals, it's, like, ridiculous. It, Lorraine wants to broke it. But, uh, <laughs> but, guys, before we continue, uh, we are going to quickly go through Raw right quick. But, guys, make sure you tune in next week. Next Monday, we're going to have a special airtime next week. Uh, basically, it's not going to be at 6 p.m. It's not going to be at 7. Shoot, it's not even going to be at 8. We're running a very special airtime for a very special guy. Uh, yep. <laughs> and uh, here's the funny part. This guy, the later at night it is, the more funnier and outspoken he gets. Because he's from Lucha Underground, and he also participated in the WWE Tough Enough. I'm talking about that Marty the Moth Martinez will be here next Monday at 9 p.m. Uh, Marty the Moth, <laughs> I, I know, I know, Steve. But basically, Marty the Moth will be here next <laughs> Steve, why don't you do this? Pre-record your indie cut and send it to us for next why do you think I already did the Evolve preview? It's not until next weekend, man. <laughs> good planning. Good future planning. But, yes, Marty, the Moth will be here next Monday at 9 p.m. Uh, Extina will be here with me, even though she's going to be, like, where's a bed right after it. And uh, most likely New York will be over there just saying, what am I doing with on my Monday nights? Oh, <laughs> oh, <geez>. so, <laughs> he'll be missing Raw. I'm going to make sure I bring in a table box just so I can put it right there for him. So, and I'm being serious, too. I have, like, three table boxes in that house over there. But basically, yeah, Marty the Mall Martinez next Monday at 9 p.m. here on Russell City Radio. Now, guys, for Raw, I don't know what tonight. It's a big mystery. Uh, oh, God, Steve. It's a big mystery. George, you're supposed to be part of universe. Man. <laughs> I mean, I may have a segment called the Indie Cup, but man, dude, I've, I'm, not only do I have my eyes and ears on the Indie Circuit, I also have my eyes and ears on the Circuit. Now, if you want to know what's going on, we have an Intercontinental Championship match tonight. It's going to be the Lunatic Friends, Dean Ambrose, taking on The Miz. And we're also going to be having Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy, almost said Harvey, I almost pulled out Mike Adamley there. <laughs> wow. Wow. Mike How's that Adam reference? Lee. How's that reference, huh? Mike Adamley. Uh, dude, little, here's the, Harvey. here's the funny part with you dropping Mike Adamley. Mike Adamley set himself up to get fired. You will never be fired from him. <laughs> it's good to know. Uh, as far as... Um, I'm pretty sure. Did you, I'm not sure if you already guys talk about Braun Strowman missing six yep, months. Six months. That's gone. Oh. I mean, we won't see him for Survivor Series. Such a shame. It's your fault with your freaking fandom of Roman Reigns. <laughs> Who are you talking to? That's yeah. not me. No, 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 no. No Roman Reigns love. Uh, no. It's, it's your fault, okay? Your fault that we're not going to get Braun Strowman. <laughs> Your Roman Reigns beat The Undertaker, okay? Stop. <laughs> stop. Anywho, guys, I think uh, we're about done here. Before Xtina here 
chop my liver out and yeah. sells it to some blacklister and uh, see me. What, what else is there to say about you? Uh, in the words of The Miz, I believe it's awesome. Do, do, um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us. Remember to come back next Monday at 6 p.m. right here on Block Talk Radio and get your dose of reality checks.